Welcome to this edition of the Louisville Luxury Homes podcast series brought to you by John Mann with Winningham Sotheby's International Realty. Today we have both John Mann and Jake Tidmore in the studio. Good to see you both today. Hey, Greg. Good to see you. Great to see you, Greg. I am hoping we can pull back the curtain a little bit today and sort of get into that touchy area about commissions and how real estate agents get paid. Is that all right? Ooh, hot topic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, it might be time for me to step out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, We're th- open for anything. I've always found it's sort of a hard topic to talk about because it deals with money. And yet I mm-hmm. find that a lot of people, a lot of consumers don't fully understand how agents get paid and the consequences of actions and, and how that sort of works its way down the line. So I'm, I'm hoping we can politely and educationally, if that's a word, sort mm-hmm. of walk through this a little bit. So uh, I don't know where we want to start, but maybe on the buyer's side, um, you know, how does an agent get paid? So if you show someone one home or 10 homes or 20 homes, are you getting paid by the house or you get paid by the one that's sold? Why, why don't one of you explain that for us? Yeah, uh, I think I'll take this, John. Um, yeah, it's amazing to me. I mean, at the point these you know folks are making one of the biggest investments of their lives, and they have no idea how their representation gets paid. Um, it's pretty incredible. Um, you know, the commission. I've had you know several times where I'm showing folks houses, and we get five or six houses in, and they come to me and, and ask me, "What do they owe me?" And uh, <laughs> the the answer is nothing. Uh, you know, I get paid when uh, they purchase the house and the house closes, and the uh, the commission comes out of the seller net proceeds, obviously. So it's um, you know, and, and the commission is typically set or set on the front end between the listing agent's broker and the seller, um, and so that that commission is negotiated up front, and um, and and a lot of times it equally amazes me how you know folks think that if they don't have representation that they are saving themselves three percent but that is uh, entirely untrue that commission is set on the front end and that listing agent will just collect the entire uh that well, is a typical. huge misconception isn't it it is it is yeah that listing commissions uh you know the listing contracts a, a legal document legal agreement between the seller and the listing broker and so a buyer has no ability to come in and influence uh, a contract that they're not a party to so that is a common misconception that buyers think that well if i come in without an agent um, it's a three percent reduction off of the uh, sales price automatically and instead you know, they're ending up walking into a situation where, you know, it's like going to court without an attorney, right? <laughs> you, know? Um, you know, you're walking into a situation where there's profes- professional representation on one side. It's going to be an a- in a re- existing relationship there, and it, it'll be an asymmetrical uh, uh, negotiation um, a lot of times in those circumstances. So you want to make sure, you know, that you have uh, you know, somebody in, involved that's uh, going to be your advocate through the process. So a buyer has the right to do that. They just, they ought to know what it is that they're doing. Yes. Okay. And so it, it doesn't matter how many homes you show and it, as a buyer, right? We're still talking on the buyer side. Correct. How frustrating, well, I don't know. How, <laughs> what happens to you guys when you have a, a client who looks at a lot of homes, whatever that number is, a lot of homes, and then jump ship and buys a home for sale by owner they jump ship and buys an, another home you're out in the cold right yeah we sure are um and that's something that you know we obviously you know try to protect ourselves or insulate ourselves from um you know and, and it's going to be based on the fact that we're providing value to their home search you know that that you know based on our relationship with that uh, buyer client in this circumstance that 
um, you know, that sort of thing just doesn't happen uh, very often, if at all, uh, because they understand that, you know, we know the business, we know the market, um, even if it's a for sale by owner, you know, there's going to be value add uh, with us involved in the process, getting them, you know, from, you know, first of all, pricing the property, making sure that what the owner is uh, asking is reasonable, um, and then just getting through the entire, you know, inspection, appraisal, repair request process to closing. Uh, there's a tremendous amount of value uh, for having us uh, involved in those transactions. So thankfully, you know, in our position, being full service brokers, um, that doesn't come up very often because uh, our clients appreciate what we do for them. And you've established a relationship, right? I think we've talked on several of your past episodes of your podcast. It's it's a relationship-based business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, touching on that, I mean, these aren't, uh, you know, we're getting paid on a transaction selling the, uh, the house to a person or selling a house for a person. Um, but that you know, workload, as it were, goes on throughout the, you know, length of our relationship with them. I mean, we've had clients, you know, they'll buy a house and, you know, five years later, hey, we're going to remodel the kitchen. Uh, We want you to come over and tell us, you know, what do you think we should do? How much should we spend? What's it going to be worth when we're finished? Um, And we're not charging fees, you know, to come in and do these things. It's, It's all part of the service model that we have um, in the relationships that we're cultivating over, you know, years and years with these folks. Which is hard to explain to someone because a lot of consumers will will ask or push back on commission, but it's hard to explain that this is ongoing, right? That you kind of earn it year after year after year after year providing services that are quote unquote for free, but it's just, it keeps going, right? And Jake, you touched on this in in an earlier episode talking about remodeling or or rehabbing property. Mm -hmm. Someone calls, like John just mentioned, years after a transaction, you pick that phone up and you're still a pro, right? Absolutely. I mean, it, it goes well beyond closing, and especially at the point that you are helping. You know, like John said, you develop a relationship with these people and you become friends and uh, you want to see them make the right decisions and moves on their house, and especially at the point that they're going to sell it in a few years and you're going to get that listing. So you want to make sure that they're in a good position. And I get calls all the time after closing asking for referrals for contractors, for uh, subcontractors. And oftentimes, um, you know, I'm at that point roped in and I, I typically meet uh, the contractor or sub- subcontractor and uh, homeowner uh, together. And this is after closing, after I've been paid. Um, you know, I, there's I, nothing is charged. There are no fees. It's uh, it's just about being there for your clients and, and helping them make the right decisions. It's about building that relationship, right? right. And b- being of service. Absolutely. So I wanted to touch real quickly. We mentioned for sale by owner a couple times. And since we're Talking, talking the subject, right? How, how do you get paid if you're working with a for sale by owner, right? Because it happens that a, a oh, yeah. buyer's agent will. Yeah, we work regularly with in for sale by owner situations. Um, it, same sort of, well, I guess two different options there. Uh, we've had it uh, in circumstances where we negotiate uh, with the seller uh, of the property that at the point our client purchases it, you know, we'll be paid a uh, buyer's agent fee on that. Um, I'd say the vast majority of of for sale by owners in this market uh, understand and expect uh, that there's a, you know, typically going to be a buyer's agent involved, Um, you know, in a, you know, extremely desirable or hot uh, little sub market or neighborhood around Louisville. uh, There's certainly cases where they say, look, there, you know, this is principles only, no brokers involved, not paying any fees. Uh, and even in those situations, you know, our clients will still, you know, sign buyer agency agreements with us and uh, bring us into the transaction. It doesn't affect the seller's net. They're just paying us outside of closing for our services. So. And so can you explain what that contract is real quickly, the buyer agency that you just spoke of? 
Um, it, it's just an agreement uh, stating that you know that we're going to be the exclusive uh, representative of a buyer um, and work you know to identify a property for them, and then at the point that a, you know we've identified and, and closed on a uh, transaction that they compensation is going to be paid, you know, either by the listing broker, uh, by the seller in the case of a for sale by owner, uh, or if neither of those circumstances apply by the buyer directly. So um, again, we have, we're happy to, to help in those situations. And, uh, you know, I think again, it speaks to the relationship and the value that we bring uh, to our clients that they want to pull us into those transactions. All right. And then I wanted to jump back to the listing commission. Jake, you talked about this just a minute or two ago, and you were saying that that's um, negotiated or determined at the very beginning of getting your house on the market. And yet I'm reading in national news, and maybe you all can tell me about local news, it seems like sometimes in that listing commission negotiation, people are offering less than prevailing, I don't, I don't want to get in trouble and say the wrong word, but less than market commissions for the buyer's agent. And I'm wondering if you all have an opinion about that and what that actually does or doesn't do in the marketplace. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've seen a uh, recent trend in our market of uh, you know listing brokers that uh, are you know putting properties out uh, on the MLS. It's obviously a uh, you know as everybody uh, reads the newspaper, a pretty hot market. Uh, inventory levels are lower in a lot of uh, areas, um, and so the thought process on some of these uh, listing brokers' parts is that you know they can reduce the buyer's agent compensation to kind of you know below the uh, prevailing market rate, and uh, you know the home will probably still sell. Uh, you know, as we look at the business, you know, in our eyes, it, it's really kind of penny-wise, pound-foolish uh, to go down that road that, uh, you know, we we understand the work that uh, buyer's agents put into these transactions. I mean, we're buyer's agents, you know, half of the time. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we certainly understand the value that uh, a buyer's agent brings along. So at the point you're reducing your compensation you're offering to that buyer's agent, uh, you're providing reasons for that agent to not sell your home, uh, to not sell that listing. So for the seller, you know, it may be the case that they reduced the overall commission uh, with their listing broker, and um, consequently the listing broker's offering less money to the buyer's agent because they cut a bad deal with the seller <laughs> and they're trying to make up for that. Um, you know, that's where, you know, you're, you're tripping over a dollar here to pick up a nickel, um, you know, for the, the sellers because, you know, for that differential of a half a point or a percent or whatever the number is, um, that buyer's agent, you know, now has a, a big reason to try to steer their clients to other properties that are, uh, you know, offering more compensation to them. So that's that's a concern and something that we certainly uh, counsel our, our seller clients against. We've also seen this trend recently where the, the listing broker um, reduces the buyer's agent commission while keeping their normal listing rate intact. You know, they're just trying to adjust the compensation so that more of it uh, lands on, on their side of the ledger uh, at closing. Um, and again, that's that's just a practice that we haven't uh, employed that we think is uh, not in our client's best interest. And, uh, you know, oftentimes, you know, I, I question if these sellers are even fully briefed uh, or if it's fully disclosed that, hey, you know, I'm going to negotiate, you know, a commission of X percent with you, but I'm actually only going to offer out, you know, Y percent, you know, some fraction of that to the buyer's agent. I, I don't, I'd be shocked if these sellers are going into these situations fully informed of what that means uh, and how that's perceived by the, the buyer's agents that they're relying on uh, to sell their property. And then just to, to spell this out, when, when a seller signs a listing contract, typically they see it, their agent, and then the broker sees it, so three, mm -hmm. four people, and that percentage doesn't show up really on the MLS. Correct. It's, it's the percentage that 
the agent then or the broker decides to share with Correct. a cooperating agent that shows up. And that's so you, you never know really what the listing contract is yeah. or says. You just see the the portion of that that they're willing to share to bring a buyer. That's correct. That's okay. correct. Yeah. And so it like you're saying it's possible the seller doesn't even know what they're yeah. offering to sell their house. Or if it if they've signed the, the paperwork, uh, you know that that percentage is going to be on the MLS input form that the sellers will sign in our market. Um, but I doubt that it's much time is de- dedicated by the listing broker explaining what that you know little uh, uh, form you know that little field on the form means uh, to the actual marketing of their home but uh, yeah that's been a uh, a trend that's come up pretty recently um, and I think one that really runs counter to the uh, you know interest of the sellers all right so, so since we're talking about commissions and um, how realtors get paid I've always found this to be sort of a tricky one let's say you you list a house and the first person who comes through the house buys and it's been on the market for an hour and um, do you find that some people say hey you know it wasn't on the market that long we've already negotiated the commission but now i want to change it because i feel like you didn't work or Mm -hmm. you know it, it does that come up that someone says i don't think you worked very hard for it yeah so that that's interesting i mean that that does come up and uh you know at the point we do our jobs perfectly you know that we execute we get the the exact exit strategy that we've discussed with the client and gotten them you know a a full price or above ask offer you know immediately upon putting it on the market and they get all the terms and conditions they want um that's just a sign that it was too easy we've done a we've done our (laughs) job right yeah that's when uh people then go well well geez you know i I think we should uh readjust that and it's like well would you rather this me drag this out for a year and you get beaten up you know buyer on the you know on the offer and the repair request and everything else just so that you can feel that i quote earned it i mean we're not being paid by the hour uh we're not being paid you know at the point that we sell a home that that was on the market for an hour or we sell a home before we even put it on the market i mean a lot of our transactions are private sales um and in those cases it's easy for a seller to look at it and go well gosh you know you didn't have photos and videos and you weren't running ads because it wasn't on the market um and you know you sold it uh, in the first showing to somebody well we're not being paid for the one showing that we did on the property you know we're being paid for the resources the experience the expertise uh, and the access to buyer clients that we can sell a home in one showing or we can sell a home in the first hour i mean that's that's what we're being paid for is all of this years of experience and you know hundreds of millions of dollars worth of transactions uh, and that experience that comes along with that that we can come in and say this is the price we know the right buyer you know we know all the things that you need to do to get the house positioned the way it needs to be done um, you know that's where what we're being paid for um, but it is funny because when we do a really good job people come in and <laughs> say well you made it look too easy well yeah I mean LeBron makes basketball look easy right <laughs> very nice um, <laughs> but, uh, you know and he gets paid all right doesn't he, he? he <laughs> exactly exactly I wonder what his per hour compensation well th- is. those yeah. are out there right they're, yeah. they're fun to look at but Jake you were talking about earlier also there's the uncertainty of the business that you're not guaranteed a paycheck and you can still put all this time in. And so it's sort of a, a balance sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing when you list a house and you show it one time and it sells, but that's, uh, that's often not the case. I mean, they, you know, there's countless times where we spend, you know, months with people and show them, you know, 
dozens of houses and they never find anything they like or they just change their mind and, and switch gears uh, and, and we never make any money and so um, you know it goes both ways and at the end I think it kind of balances you know on average. And the same is true with the seller right you can list a house and you can spend the money on photography and advertising and mm-hmm. online Absolutely. ads it's, yeah. it's not guaranteed you don't get guaranteed a paycheck in this yeah. This in this kind of trend towards the, you know the compression of these commissions uh, on the listing side, you know there's online brokerages. There's a lot of different uh, business models that are have come into the the industry, um, and they're all designed to kind of compress the the listing commission and, and the buyer's agent commission a lot of times. Um, you know, again, going back to the service model, if all we're doing is putting a lockbox on the house and putting it on the MLS, well then that starts to make sense but but for us at Linehan Sotheby's uh, you know we're investing heavily in print marketing paying for all sorts of uh, premium online distribution we're showing up every time the properties I mean by the time we get into a listing agreement you know we've put in you know a, a tremendous amount of work just getting a property to the market with professional photos and videos and 3d tours and, and all of that uh, and then during the marketing time frame I mean we're heavily invested in these properties um, at the point we have one on the market and uh, you know so our business model is just a little bit different in that regard that that most agents listing brokers don't have any skin in the game uh, it's easy to cut the fees when you don't have any cost or, or time <laughs> invested right. in it um, at the point that, that we've made a full service commitment to a client uh, and we're doing all the things that we uh, say we're going to do um, you know our pricing is based on that you know we've made service commitments marketing commitments to our, our clients and uh, the pricing is, is set with those expectations in mind so it is a you know it can be somewhat unfair at the point we get down the road and we get an offer that may be, you know, the be- highest and best offer that, that we the market will bear for their property, but it's not what the sellers want. They often look to us and, you know, and try to uh, renegotiate the commitment at the front end. Um, but again, our pricing is based on what we uh, commit to do for our clients. And, and your full service often means something different than some other, other brokerages' full service, as you discussed mm-hmm. in some other podcast episodes yeah we aren't looking for listings i mean we're looking for sales um in that uh you know our business model is not to to generate you know dozens and dozens of listings and leave them just sit out there and hope that a couple sell i mean we are actively marketing actively selling uh and heavily invested in these uh, in each and every property um and it's success-based compensation if we don't sell it we don't get paid so uh we're we're pretty motivated (laughs) well i appreciate you both of you let me talk about sort of this touchy subject. I know it's something that uh, a lot of people aren't, a lot of people are curious about and a lot of people don't like talking about. So uh, thank you both. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Sounds great. Thanks. Thanks.